up duelists and welcome to pod of greed the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast still going strong in 2020 the year of our lord name redacted the pharaoh's name that i can't say yet the year um, of the rat the year of the well it's not the year of the rat yet because chinese new year hasn't happened yet but soon it will be the year of the rat and we are all rats just as papa said right. um i'm max aka tlc's one scrubs that scrubs is joey okay oh i'm sarah uh, aka scrub count Six. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. He said it what? six times. <laughs> yeah. I'm Dan, aka a pit boy with a picture of Kaiba on it. <laughs> I almost instinctively still said my oh, wife. Yeah. Um, and with us today, we have a special guest. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Dirk Dammit, also known as Think About It, Yuk. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Oh, we stand. I I can't get over how on the Netflix subtitles it's spelled that out as D I N K about it. You think about it? Think about it. Every every time I hear about the Netflix phonetic subtitles, it takes a little bit more so, of my soul away. So the Netflix good. subtitles are the like Rosetta Stone of Brooklyn into English. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So Dirk, uh, what it's would like, like romanization. Give us- yeah, right? <laughs> it's Brooklyn Romanji. <laughs> yeah, so so the opinion for this one is... What were you... <laughs> um, so what we'd like to do with our guest, Dirk, uh, if you want to go ahead and give us a little bit of your history with Yu-Gi-Oh! So, I feel like... Um, I-, I was super into Yu-Gi-Oh! for a while, um, and I feel like my experience with Yu-Gi-Oh! can be summed up with the time when... Um, so, uh, some kids were making fun of me for playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And I went to my vice principal, and I was like, they were telling me, like, they were calling me, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! And <gasps> his his response was, okay, but that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! I had three blue eyes white dragons, and then I accidentally left the, my deck in my pants, and they went through the washing machine, and I was devastated. Oh no! Oh no! no! Oof! Just looking my way for him there. Sorry about yeah. that. One. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of oh, took no. it as a sign, like uh, I'm done. That's the universe. That's the universe throwing the towel for you. I didn't want to put in the effort to get that deck back up again. <laughs> Ugh. F. Wouldn't wouldn't it have been funny in episode one if instead of tearing up the blue eyes, Kaiba just like put it in a pair of pants and threw it in the washing machine and like made everyone wait for like an hour for it to come back out? <laughs> now I have to put it through the dryer, guys. Yeah, <laughs> so he tries to put it back together. There's a lot of card. There's a lot of physically destroying cards in the first few episodes. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel good to see. I oh, don't yeah. like the. Uh, this, um, it's fine. Everything is impermanent and should be destroyed, in yeah, my time, opinion. Time's not real. I 
I highly disagree. Uh, yeah. You are a card traditionalist, as you are a sandwich traditionalist. Oh, don't and even get me started. <laughs> you know, I, I will say something. I will say, though, um, th- watching this episode, it was the first time I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! in a long time. And I really had some thoughts that just, I don't know, maybe just didn't occur to me when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, um... Would the god cards still do that if they were just playing at a table? I, I th- because illegal be- because Not allegedly a allegedly playing them release some kind of power that Merrick feels or something. So if Yugi and Kaiba just sat at a table and played Obelisk and uh, Slifer, would that still happen? I think I don't know. I I think uh, it would. I think it would. I think it would because we've seen that yeah. like. The cards are to, actually right? like summoning the actual gods. It's not like a hologram because it makes Kaiba systems go all haywire. Yeah, like wa- they could just go into yes. a Dairy Queen and do that, and then Obelisk would destroy the Dairy Queen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've Absolutely. never been to a Dairy Queen. And Matt, what if you just like play, put a card down, and then just like your house was destroyed? Damn. Oh, isn't wasn't there a thing in in one of the like like backstory of the cards episodes where like we saw a guy like making I want to say Slifer and then like Slifer starts wrapping itself around his apartment building. Oh yeah, like that was the, Pegasus, the, wasn't the, it? It wasn't Pegasus. There was a fucking another where uh it was in oh, it was wasn't it, was an it episode and it was like a whole skyscraper and Skyfer like. King Kong itself around the skyscraper, right. and it was yeah. sick. Slifer's uh, design is so cool. It's so cool. He's it's just a big snake. God, he's just so much cooler than Ra. Just in what, every what, way. What them mouths do? What oh, them mouths do? Um, just... Hey, uh, well, you want to tell us what the episode is called in the dub? Yeah, what is the first yeah. episode? Just so that we can okay. flex on you and know how much better ours is. Oh my god! Oh well, my you have, god! You gotta have something to flex on because uh, the dub was pretty good. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll give you this I one. It. Done. Uh, season three, episode thirty-eight, "Battle for the Bronze," part one. Max, you want to <laughs> uh, take yeah, this one? Yeah, we are rolling with uh, a nice, crisp episode one hundred and thirty-five, "The Blazing Road of a Scrub." Genoti the Blazing Road Kyle. of a Scrub. <laughs> okay, that kicks ass. <laughs> Does no? Here's the question, Sarah. Does that count? Does that add on to the scrub count and make it seven? Shit! shit I think fuck. it does, even though it's not fuck. diegetic. Shit! But who's I think the scrub? Who's the scrub in this episode? Oh, it's Joey. You think? Or is it Kaiba? No, Kaiba calls Joey scrubs no. many, many times. Oh, okay. But maybe he's projecting. <laughs> he is projecting. You, you got the. These were official Crunchyroll subtitles, right? These are official yeah. Crunchyroll subs. Signed off by uh, Mr. Crunch Jacob, Jacob Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Crunch himself. Um, and how he rolls. So, it, actually, there were originally two um, two companies, Crunch and Roll. And then. Yeah, it's like a Square they, Enix situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, we start out with this impossibly good episode title. Um, just a little recap of Kaiba getting completely owned by Yami at the end oh. of last episode. I noticed oh, yeah. that the, uh, I mean, our guy isn't here, so I don't know why I'm bothering saying this, but the three <laughs> blue eyes, white dragons, get, like, Metal Gear Solid revengeanced into pieces they by do. the cool dark magician. They, they get they absolutely do. It's so good. 
mean, it's not good. I don't like to see them hurt, but like they do very much get Zondatsu'd. I just like to think about uh, like Dark Magician in Metal Gear Solid Revengeance doing Free Ninja. To- I'm thinking about it. Okay, so I didn't see last episode, but was that the Dark Magician in green? It wasn't Dark uh, Magician. What did he fuse with? He fused with something, but I can't remember what it was. He fused I... with um um um. It was Dark Magician and oh, 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 Buster Blader. Yeah, it was. Yeah, to become uh... Black Paladin. Yeah, the ultimate the ultimate magical swordsman. The two coolest cards that Yugi has. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. And Yugi has some pretty cool cards. Yeah, he's um, got Karibo. Yeah, the yeah, coolest they... card. Why? Di- why didn't they make a Karibo fusion with the Dark Magician? I honestly, mm. Yu-Gi-Oh's been going on so long that I wouldn't be surprised if that already exists. I, I bet I can find fan art of it at least. Oh crap! Absolutely. I'm thinking about like a Dark Magician was like Harry, and I'm like, mm, don't like that. But I'm mm. also thinking about what if Karibo just had a little Dark Magician hat? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Listen, oh, mm. oh I mm. see it what you're saying. It would be that. It would be that. It would just be. And it wouldn't be Harry. I, he'd be fluffy. Hey, you guys want to hear start. something that I yeah. just realized? Uh, Karibo yes. represents Yugi, but Dark Magician represents Yami, so the fact that they're, like, <sighs> Yugi's two, like, most well-known monsters is very symbolic. My eyes are glowing <gasps> right now. I'm levitating. That's so good, Dirk. Mm. Oh my god. I can't yeah. believe we haven't already talked about that, because yes, that seems like, incredibly gen- obvious. Genuinely, that's like... W- once again, all of our guests are better at Yu-Gi-Oh than we are. <laughs> um, well, I also went to art school, so... Okay, yeah. This is what I, I did. I went to art school! <laughs> 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 More like uh, fart school. <laughs> I went to art school twice. <laughs> um, there's a whole bit about like how Kaiba was fighting for the wrong reasons, and Kaiba tells Yami tries to like like congratulate Kaiba, but Kaiba doesn't care because he's still lost. Like, so Yami just tells him to fuck off. <laughs> oh wait, I think is this the time the time that one of the best lines Yugi has ever said happens, where um. Kaiba says, but I had the perfect strategy. And Yugi's just like, mm, my dark paladin would disagree, Kaiba. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, like what a, a fucking sick savage. That's rude, Yugi, Like in season zero ass, um, in, the, in the sub, he says the extremely raw line of, you lost against a monster in your heart called Hit. Like, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's like, th- th- these episodes are Yami spitting knowledge, and I love to see it. Yeah. 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 There is... He does a whole lot of knowledge spitting about like how he needs about how Kaiba needs to face his past and and he can't he can't be a truly good duelist with all this hatred in his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they talk a lot about friendship here, and I'm like, I'm starting to think that maybe friendship is a little bit of a theme in I'm, this cartoon. I'm show hashtag here. thonking about mm. friendship. Well, I, I appreciated uh, the sort of uh, communal. Um, aspect that this show is going for the sort of um, I feel like these few episodes are very leftist and anti-capitalist mm-hmm. I will say Kaiba mm-hmm. is representing very much uh, evil bil- billionaire businessman right I would also I would follow up that by saying that he represents the concept of new money and the <laughs> idea of, we got a of gaining situation. through privilege rather than gaining through s- skill mm. uh yeah, uh, both of them are bad because capitalism is evil. Yes, yes, of confirmed. Kaiba firmly believes he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. Which is insane. <laughs> a small loan of one billion yen from his dad, Gozabro. <laughs> literally, Which though. literally canonically happened. 
Um, okay, so moving the fuck on. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Sarah. Um, uh, Yami gets the big boy card of Obelisk. Yes. Uh, Kaiba uh, tries to make me cry by saying, Mokuba, let's go. It's um, just, oh, he's taking Joey, his ball and going home. I know. And then Joey kind of is no longer to, able to, like, repress his intense desires, kind of just jumps forward, yells, do me, and T-poses in front of Kaiba to stop him leaving the tar. <laughs> and then kind dominance. of, kind of, like, vaguely harasses Kaiba until Kaiba agrees to duel him. Right. See, so Joey here is, half of me thinks it's like Joey kind of pitying Kaiba and trying to give him a, like, I think Joey deep down knows he can't win, so he wants to cheer Kaiba up a little bit. But also, he says, like, the incredibly good line of, how is the way that we feel about our friends different than the way you feel about Kaiba? He says that to Mokuba. And it's like... Yeah, that was brutal. Like, it's just Joey and Yugi trying to hammer into Kaiba, hey, you have friendship in your heart, you just gotta find it, dude. Yeah, oh. he says some stuff about like, oh, I was different before I met Yugi, and that it, it's good so to see I. to me because we get a few. Oh my god, yeah, we get a few like season zero we flashbacks, which I love to see. Yeah, yeah, it's like I really it's, liked Joey it, in this episode. I feel like he was really he was like trying to show something to Kaiba. Like it was almost his message was kind of just like, why don't you enjoy this card game, right? That you're playing, yeah. It's but alas, Kaiba will never have fun. Kaiba it's almost as if Joey's the protagonist fun. of Battle City. Hmm. Huh? <laughs> what? Nani? Nani! Mm. Um, oh, Kaiba has the extremely good line. Actually, I think this is our first scrub count where he says, You should stop talking and I'll let it go as the ramblings of a scrub. Yes. <laughs> scrub count, um, like literally, all my notes are like scrub count one, scrub count two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. glad that you and I had the same idea, Sarah. Um, we cut briefly to Isis uh, sitting in the room with Rashid, but then she like leaves. Um, and then we cut to Kaiba and Joey's duel. And obviously, because this is not like an official Battle City duel, they can't have it on the upstairs of the duel tower. <laughs> they yeah, have it, they just no. have it in the rubble. It's so funny. <laughs> in like the war-torn yeah. hellscape of Alcatraz Island. There is like, that where they doing- are. Yeah, they're still on Jeez, Alcatraz. Well, it's Alcatraz like island? it's Alcatraz in name. It's basically like an island in the Pacific where Kaiba Corporation had their like I military think industrial complex. Alcatraz in the Pacific, huh? I well, think yeah, they did right. Say <laughs> at some point that it was named after the prison island of Alcatraz. Yeah, like okay. I think Sarah, you said in the manga, it's explicitly named after the prison. Yeah, oh, oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh, so this yeah. was not a. Oh, you're watching the subs, right? So that definitely wasn't a four kids yeah, invention. Sub, oh yeah, wow. no, yeah, four kids will not acknowledge sub, the crit. prison. That's true. Um, had, it's called Kaiba Corp Island. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that is actually kind of what it's called, isn't it's it? Flying over Kaiba Corp Island, where we dropping well, boys. That's some colonial bullshit. Um, <laughs> oh, I think it's okay because it's a man-made island. Oh, okay, that's that's fine. It's fine if you colonize a piece of land that you made yourself. <laughs> colonize um, a big concrete hunk. Yeah, I mean, like, whoever wants it. Uh, oh, <laughs> Honda says a few things about how Joey has a habit of challenging people stronger than he is to fights. And then we get another wee flashback montage of kind of pre-season zero Joey, like, getting beat to shit by, like, grown-ass adults that he's tried to fight as a teen. We, we sure didn't take that. Yeah, it's <laughs> violent. quite violent. What's that? It is quite violent. We, um, we did get one brief flashback to earlier but it was just to like season zero joey with like the more messed up hair you know yeah when it was like more of a nasty mullet yeah when he was like a punk miss it 
It wasn't a bad look. Like, <sighs> it suited him just being, like, scrappy. I hope that if we do get, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh! series set in the future, Joey only has just, like, a normal mullet, and he looks just straight awful. I would <laughs> yeah. like that. That sounds horrible. I would, like I would be sad, but... And for me. I kind of want it. <laughs> it's Live action Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh my god. Were they trying to <laughs> no, make it? No, I don't have a job. I'm So, we're, we're dueling, baby. This thing is happening. Hey, remember how Kaiba has one strategy? <laughs> yeah. What, summoning yeah. blue eyes? Crush card. Crush card. <laughs> it's yeah. literally the only know, thing this fool knows how to in do. Shot, like, the three things that Kaiba does in a duel. And he literally did all of them in sequence <laughs> in this duel. It's so good. It was like, crush card, fail. Game controller, fail. Three blue eyes succeed. Oh my god. Oh. Or fail. I, I do just want to say, uh, earlier, when Kaiba is finishing up his duel with Yugi, Joey rushes in and, and tells Yugi, um... Look closely and consider all of your options. Yeah, it's so funny hearing him. And, he, and give he's advice. like, "All of my options? Yeah, <laughs> all of them, huh? Yup. It's it's just I I again, Joey's the protagonist of Battle City. He's giving advice to characters. He's getting yeah. good at he's getting good at dueling. Ah, he's definitely the one who grows the most. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I'm trying to shift away from play-by-plays, but I do know, want to note that, like, early on, Joey summons Gearfried the Iron Knight, and he does say, well, tough noogies. I did note that. As opposed that. to tough titties. I did note that. <laughs> right, yeah, you de- definitely can't say titties and four kids. <laughs> look, at the, oh, look at those huge noogies. <laughs> Just absolutely huge badonkahonkaroos. <laughs> the badonkahonkanoogies. I mean, <laughs> He did it all for the noogie. He did it all for the noogie. What? The noogie. Teach me what? how to noogie. You can take that cookie. What? Stick <laughs> it up your, your yeah. Thing, Fred Durst. Um, so, so, like, going off of Garfield, again, no play-by-plays, but, like, he, he he's like, oh, you have set cards, so you're going to lower my attack or whatever. Um, and as he does this, Honda says, I don't know what's going on, but Jinochi seems to be thinking. <laughs> and, then Duke, and then Duke says, I feel Jinochi will play better if he doesn't think. It's just a one-two yeah. punch. <laughs> Be throughout nice this to him. duel, <laughs> throughout this duel, uh, Duke and Tristan are just constantly like doing their sideline stuff while, like, subtle, just like always giving like a backhanded compliments and stuff, and like making fun of Joey. They're just Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you? Oh, do you mean um the, the old you mean Duke the and Honda? Guys? You yeah. mean Duke uh, and Honda? Yeah. Mm, yeah, more or less. Yeah. They. They kind of rib him a little bit. <laughs> they just like, which is funny because they're like the the two rudest characters in the show. So it's like, of course, they're the ones doing the ribbing, even though they deserve the most ribbing. Yeah. Yeah. The joke of Honda, rude. <laughs> um, so Joey like deals with the crush card virus or some shit. I don't know. Whatever he does. He does something. And then oh, Kaiba he, says, he, he, he gets not infected. bad for a scrub. Yep. Scrub, scrub count too. Scrub. Oh my god, am I going to have to put the CinemaSins ding in this video? Oh, <laughs> no. So, so I will say, the entire time this is happening, Joey is calling Kaiba rich boy and like, Richie Rich and stuff like that. <laughs> and Kaiba, I think instead of calling him a scrub, I think they swapped the word scrub with the word amateur. Right. Because Aww. that's what Kaiba calls him like the whole time. Yeah, oh my that god. sounds right I've, for Kaiba. Kaiba I, would be that guy who's like, billionaire's a slur. Oh my god, He yeah. would. Huh, huh, huh. The thing is, 
I think I've seen like later series Yu-Gi-Oh! and I think as Scrub became a bit more mainstream, they would have used Scrub. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Like it's it's weird that they definitely would have used Scrub if this came out a couple years later. Is Scrub mm. a mainstream word? Well, uh, in like gaming context, yeah, like, I think I think more nowadays it is. Huh. Hang on, what does Scrub mean to you guys? It means someone bad at games. It's a noob. It means someone really? who can't get nothing yeah. from me. <laughs> what do you think it means? What do you Sarah? think it means? I just thought it meant just like a kind of dirty, righty boy. Oh no, no, yeah, scr- scrub is like specifically like someone who's bad at like a game or an activity or something. Oh shit! Oh fuck! I've just realized why I think this. It's because in the Narnia books, there was like the nasty, fucking shitty boy, and his name was used to scrub. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in okay. the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Darnia Book Five. Or, oh yeah. Anyway. Gotta say, haven't read past the the one. I've never read any of the any of the Narnia. Well, no, I read I, part of the first Narnia. I read a couple of them, and I do remember that terrible boy. Yeah, uh, his name was Scrub. So I think I Eustace. just uh, Eustace yeah. Scrub. That's a Harry uh, Potter ass name. Eustace I is mean, such a good name. Yeah. You, um, you can only fucking... have it if you're really old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a, just, it's uh, a fucking boarding school ass name. <laughs> there's uh, one last. Okay. There is one thing before the next cut. Uh, like, Kaiba uses the crush card thing so that Joey only has, like, weak cards. Mm-hmm. And he does say a weak duelist should have weak monsters. God, that's such right? a bullshit card. <laughs> It's like, and it only worked on Joey. It only worked on Joey. Nobody else. It's like, I mean, like, the way Kaiba did it was smart, where he, in fact, like, he weakened his own monster to make it work. But, like, yeah, I'm tired of seeing this thing. I feel like that's also not at all how the crush card actually worked. (laughs) Oh, almost certainly not. There's no way. If a card is used in the TV show more than twice, they definitely had to bend the rules to make it more entertaining in in a TV medium. Especially when it's used to, like, completely shape the duel, like Kaiba's right, crush yeah. card is. When you which get just... covered in infection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So, so Jinochi gets infected. His strong monsters are gone. We get scrub count three. I forget the exact line, but... Uh, uh, n- not bad for a scrub. Uh, no, wait, there's another scrub. I think I might have missed one. There were two scrubs, like, back-to-back. Yeah, I think it, I kind of them all together. Okay. Uh, Anzu get possessed, and she goes on a oh, date yes. with Isis. Yeah, she's she's more <laughs> yeah. I fucking wish Anzu would go on a date with Isis. Like, I think I that agree. would be neat. That would be. I agree, but I don't like the idea of her being Teanort while on the date. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actual, like actual Anzu. Like all yeah, the things that not. she did in this episode while being Anzu Nort were like pretty rad. And I just wish that actual I, she Anzu does had like a done sick backflip. Yeah. 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 She yeah. like uses cool gymnastic skills that she's trained her body to do because she's Anzu, and like it was all fucking Nort time all the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, time. so guess what? Taya's Norted. And She's Norted. Has been possessed by the nice sweet boy of Marek. Sister, um, it's me, Marek. He's like, yeah. it's it, it's it does a thing where like half the time she speaks in her regular voice, but half the time it's just Marek's voice coming out of her. So it's like, pick one, please. Huh. I'm confused. Yeah, that is I- weird. They just do like a weird distort effect on oh, Taya's voice. Like this, it's, 
Yeah, yeah. well, it, it's sort of a strange thing where they have just Taya's voice Damn. actress, Damn. and then underneath <laughs> her, they have this guy repeating everything she's saying. Oh, okay. like a, or no, it's just a very pitch shift shifted down thing, but it sounds like this guy just saying exactly what she's saying in a deep, rumbly voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that's like the lowest bar for, like, possession voice. Yeah. Yeah. Four kids do better. Come on. Yeah. Come on, four kids. Come on. Um, Get your shit together. Yeah, pretty uh, much everything that Isis and Anzu do in this episode is kind of recap Marek's backstory. Pretty much. Like, Marek's like, oh, sister, like, I find out my own backstory. Here, let me repeat it for Which the audience. Which is really funny because I didn't realize that Malik didn't know that his dark side killed his dad. What yeah. did he think? What did Whoa, he think happened yeah. to his dad? Like, th- no, doesn't he think the Pharaoh like did like he his dad no. died because of Pharaoh reasons and that's why he hits the Pharaoh? Was, was that it? Okay, because maybe I like spaced out for that part. I spaced out a lot in these episodes. I was watching them at like one a.m. Yeah. last night. So, but no, uh, he, yeah, he like he didn't know that evil that Rabbit Malik killed his dad. And I'm like, I, I don't know. It just like reframes a lot of things. So I kind of feel like I got the impression that he was like, ah, so it was me. Like he was kind of. He kind of <laughs> did thought I do it might that? have been him. Yeah. Did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Did I kill my own father? Um, oh, I missed And that's him. pretty much, like, the rest of the duel is, like, duel, duel, duel. Yeah, Joey One gets note on I fire. had about the dueling is that I really like that Joey's monster swordsman of Landstar has a picture of his own face on his own shield. And, like, I, didn't I just like that. that energy. And that would be the kind of energy that I'd want to bring yeah. to a fight. Oh, the like- best part, the best part about Landstar is that there's, like, a duel, I want to say it's with Esperoba, like, way back in, like, early Battle City, where Landstar gets, like, confused, and it has, like, the little cartoon swirly eyes, and his face <laughs> on the shield also has the cartoon swirly eyes. <gasps> oh, my God, that <laughs> That's really It's very good. cute. What are you going to say, Dirk? I like that he looks like a dumpling. He looks like a little dumpling man. He's a dumpling. Like yeah. A weird, what if dumpling could fight? Like it weird, fights me in my like tummy every time goofy. I eat one. Angry <laughs> dumpling. Dumpling. I mentioned this before, but he does look like a uh, mini boss you fight in a Kirby game, and when you eat him, he gives you sword. Oh, hundred percent. He looks like a Poppy Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they give you they uh, give you bomb, but who's counting? I'm a Kirby yeah. Graceful, master. Graceful dice does like. Uh, Big, like, dramatic dice roll, and it's yeah, just enough. Yeah, definitely just, like, wasting time to, like, fill in more time for the episode. Joey has, like, a bunch of really adorable cards, and I never noticed it before, but, like, he's got Landstar, he's got Time Wizard, he's got Baby Dragon, he's got, like... The Rocket guy is really cute. Graceful little, Charity. Yeah, like, Little Wing Guard. The sheep are really cute. Sorry, They're the scapegoats goats cute. are really cute. Yeah. Oh. Huh. We, we stand. Yeah, um, we do stand. So yeah, that's well, the last thing that happens in this episode is like, uh, Anzu Nort Malik is like, "Oh, I need to go and stop my own dark side," Wah! and then runs away. <laughs> yep. We do note that like if if like rabid Merrick wins, then the good Merrick goes goes too, which like, is like presumably true the other way as well. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of part one. Do we want to continue on to part two? Uh, no, let's do Kings of Games now, because part two and part three, like, don't really, like, have a stop between them. Yeah. All right. Um, so, something something Queens of Games. Twenty twenty, we're still gaming, baby. 
2020, still gaming. 20... Uh, <laughs> 2020, I can game clearer now. Okay. The lag is gone. Oh, 2020, the lag is gone. I can see now. The lag is gone. Yeah. Uh, Derek, you're the guest. You get to game first. Cool. So I recently watched uh, the Witcher Netflix series. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So did I. I fucking loved it. So I remembered that a few years ago, I bought The Witcher 2 on a Steam sale, but it couldn't run on my computer. So I just lowered all the settings and I've been playing Witcher 2. Hell yeah. Witcher 2 is pretty cool. I've I've been playing that and this game Fury. F-U-R-I. Oh, F- yeah, that game whips. I love that game. That game is so good. It's like, it's almost like a comp, it's almost like a boss, it's a boss rush that feels like a bullet hell game. It, oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's so hard to look at sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's a very beautifully designed game. Like it just, it's, it's got a really cool art, art design. It almost feels like a rhythm game sometimes too. Like it really with the does. way you get so sucked into fights, just like dodging back and forth. It really does, especially the way that parries work. Like you have to get the the timing down, otherwise you just won't mm-hmm. you'll just get destroyed. Yeah. Oh, Fury's so good. Oh, Fury rules. Mm-hmm. And The Witcher is fun too. I'm very early on it. Um not really sure what I'm doing, but <laughs> That's okay. I'm still playing on easy because it's lit- it's like the first RPG that I have played in like 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't played any of these big open world RPG things. I've never played Skyrim. Yeah. No. So this is cool. Yeah, it's like it. they definitely before Witcher 3, the games are kind of like a little bit harder to get into and a little bit more like obtuse in all of their mechanics. Ah. But like, like Witcher Three feels a lot more not generic RPG, but like it's definitely like designed for a much broader audience than the first two are. But like, they're still very fun games. Yeah, I mean, Witcher Three, I've heard just constant oh, yeah. praise. That about. game, that game is very, very fun. I got, I have that game on a Steam sale too, but I'm just, I'm waiting to finish this one. Oh yeah, no, definitely do two first because like yeah. it's like one, it's like a Dragon Age thing where everything kind of carries over. All of your big decisions and whatnot affect the world. Yeah, and oh. I I got the sense that Witcher 1 wasn't as necessary. Yeah, it, it's like, Witcher 1 is also incredibly janky, and like doesn't mm. really look great, and yeah, you don't need to play played one. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, no. I can go. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I have been playing uh, the first Dark Souls again. Because Ooh. it's good. I mean, like, I, you know, I've beaten all the Dark Souls and Blood, beaten Bloodborne, beaten Sekiro. Uh, but I'm, like, playing it again on PS4 to, like, get, like, all the trophies consolidated together. Because I like to see it. Um, see, just... I'm kind of weird because, like, I've only played Demon Souls. Ooh, that's the only one I haven't played. I really hope they remaster it or something. Yeah. Because... It's just oh my like, god, Max! But isn't that like the original Dark Souls? Like, you, what do you mean you haven't played? Yeah, Demon's well, Souls? the original Dark Souls. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fake gamer. Well, well, the original Dark Souls is King's Field, right? Yeah, if, yeah. We're, <laughs> if, we're, if we're gonna get pedantic about it, yeah, um, come on. It's, it's really funny. Like, it's 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 just interesting going back to like the first Dark Souls. Um, just because, like, if you're used to how much kind of faster like Dark Souls three and Bloodborne are, it's like. Oh, you you hit an Estus. You like stay still while you do it. It's like a, I mean, not as hard as I remembered it being without like playing as a shield because I don't 
play with the shield i just roll decks and get a big like a katana and i just mm. attack all the time and i just dodge through everything so it means i die very fast but it's <laughs> like it's interesting trying to kind of apply the play styles that are more viable in later games to earlier games where they weren't really designed that way like dark souls 1 is very much designed more so than the others to be just like hold your shield up and like tank attacks and stuff but you know it's dark souls it's very very fun i just like play like a little bit but i'm like already down into the depths in like rat hell so unfortunately i'm also a gamer um i'm still playing asexual attorney hell yeah um the last <laughs> yeah. thing i did in it was like trade some cards for evidence which felt very Yu-Gi-Oh. and um yeah it's good that's I all i have to it. really say about it i love cool. Ace attorney i at some point i realized that if i draw a timeline to go along with each with each uh level or whatever each case mm-hmm. It makes everything go along smoothly, and I get really uh, into it, but it's also a lot of work. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Like, I want to go back and play it, but it's also like, oh, man. I'll have to I make know. that timeline. Yeah, it's it's like you really have to, like... I mean, not even that. You just have to, like, turn your brain on for it sometimes. Yeah. And that's just, like, too much to ask in some cases. I it's think, true. like, I'm. there's a few parts of the game where it's, like, asking you to remember a number... It's like, hey, what was the serial number of this thing? And, like, I'm really good at that. Like, I can remember people's phone numbers and shit. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm a brain genius. But then it asks me to do, like, a really simple thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> brain, oh, mach- brain, ma- brain machine broke. Brain machine broke. Um, Dan? Yeah, uh, I've been playing Destiny 2 mostly. I've hmm. been doing more holiday stuff. Uh, I honestly don't think i've done enough to say anything different from before it's it's a fun loot shooter i i like to shoot guys i i have become invested in the deep lore of destiny there is a lot of lore and it's all esoteric uh (laughs) that's kind of lore good shit yes the obtuse uncut lore starring adam sandler (laughs) i started watching a youtube channel on destiny lore Ooh. Uh, my name is Bife, if you ever want to yeah, check I love, it out. I love uh, Jason Lee. That's Bife is spelled B-Y-F. Cool. Beef. Uh cool. Beef? So Beef? Beef. Uh, where where is the beef? 136 <laughs> Blue Eyes White Dragon versus Blue Eyes White Dragon. What's that in that's, English, Dan? That's the next Yugi episode. Oh, it's uh, Battle for the Bronze Part 2. Battle for the Bronze. Because it's New York. Um, My first note for this one is kind of fucked up that Jinochi literally would have beaten Malik if it weren't for that Shadow game. I was so pissed about that. It's like... I am like Malik is such such a shitty villain. Mm -hmm. And like they spent... Because they spend like... A lot of this episode being like, or the next episode being like, Yugi can't beat Malik. Yugi gets, doesn't stand a chance. Joey basically beat him. Yeah. It, like, it, it's it. Oh. If he uh, hadn't literally died, Malik can't duel. He can only murder. Yeah. No, yeah. it's imagine the superior si- skill. <laughs> imagine sitting down to play Yu-Gi-Oh with somebody and they draw a card. It doesn't affect your life points or any of your monsters on the field, but it just lets them punch you in the face. Right, it's like the handshake card taken to the extreme. Yeah, it, it's like a, it's like it's not fair. I fucking hate when they do that in this show. Yeah, like I think 
I, I, I want to say, like, I Malik is such a bigger villain than Pegasus ever was. I think because you get to see him all the time and you, like, you get to really see all the evil stuff he does. So it's like, I almost give it a pass because it's like, okay, yeah, like, they're all dueling with gods at this point. Like, the power level is definitely escalated. But it still feels like a cop-out just because it's like, oh, he was that close to winning and he just, like, passes out and dies. It's like, oh. Yeah. It, just, I mean, it, it takes it from you at the very last yeah. moment. I mean, it's not even that for me. Like, my issue is that it just diminishes Malik. Like, his danger. Because, like, there's, like, oh, Joey Joey beat him? Yugi can beat him. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't buy this whole thing. But, you know, it's really the only flaw in this series. The episode, this episode, like, it opens up, like, uh, there's some narrative reason for, like, a flashback to the time that Joey fucking died. Um, I mean, it goes back to the duel, and Mokuba says, "My brother's crush card virus combo didn't work." <laughs> uh, Joey loses half it his works life every points. Time. <laughs> uh, Mer- Rabbit Merrick is like annoyed because he can't get the Millennium Rod to do what he says because he's like, "Hey, what was that flashback thing you did with Kaiba and Yugi before? Do that for me." But oh yeah, yeah. He's on the top of the tower, and he's just like getting mad about that one time that Kaiba and Yami did Doctor Who. <laughs> he got FOMO. He he has FOMO. He's like, he's I ma- want to do a cool flashback. He's mad do that he wasn't me. invited to the ancient Egypt flashback. Yeah, I oh. would be too. Why didn't cool. I get to go and see Power Slave Iron Maiden album cover? Yeah, <laughs> tell me why I have to be a Power Slave. Oh, it's such a good album. I love um, it so much. Yes. He, he chucks the Millennium Rod at the ground and just conveniently uh, Nort Anzu is there to pick it up. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> I'm, hey, watch I'm you throw that thing. I <laughs> watch who's around it. you when you just throw it on the ground. Yeah. Can you fucking imagine, like, Anzu wielding her own Millennium item? How sick would it be? Oh, my fucking God. Fucking help, please. They sort of tease it in this episode and then they take it away. I know, oh, God, I'm so yeah. mad. <sighs> I like yeah, it's just I wish what could have been. Um Yeah. Um like and that they cut back to the deal and do deal 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 for like ten minutes. Yeah, they they duel it cuts back to the roof, um, where like Anzu blasts Malik with the rod and he just like kinda flies back. Um as this is happening. Yeah. Hey, hey, what if the Millennium Rod was a pager and it could page other Millennium items? <laughs> you can get a phone call. Yeah. You can just get a phone them? call on the puzzle. It's so yeah, stupid. We get like a picture of Teonor on the, <laughs> on the Millennium Rod. Anzu uses the rod to Skype Yugi and say, yo, come up here, something's going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Doesn't she just put her face on his... Uh... Yeah. On his, um, like his, her face just appears on uh, the Millennium Puzzle. Oh, like, puzzle. like it's an effect. It's an effect that they reused in Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question, Dark. Who's your favorite cat from Cats? Okay, um, man, I like McCavity. McCavity was always really cool, you know. Yeah. McCavity's not there. I only know Cats because my mom used to play the soundtrack all the time. I haven't Your seen the movie. Your mom yet. is a woman of taste. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Which cat is Taylor Swift? 
uh, the cat of the Taylor Swift is is Bomb Ballerina. Now Bomb Ballerina She's is my, my favorite. favorite cat in the 1998 stage uh, live action filmed version. However, uh, Bomb Ballerina is mm, my favorite cat in this version of Skim- is Skimble Shanks. Let's just say that. Skimble Shanks, Shanks the, the rail rail cat, a cat on a railway cat. <laughs> I need to see this movie. It's eleven forty-five. Sorry, what? Oh, I, I need to see this movie. Still. I feel like I feel I'm like the nineteen ninety-eight one was like all I wanted out of Cats. Yeah, like go, leaving the cinema from seeing Cats, I was like, I just really want to watch Cats nineteen ninety-eight again. It, it's should just, I should I watch the movie first and then watch the nineteen ninety-eight version? I think the, you should. You, Maximilian, should watch the movie because your hot cat wife is in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then if you enjoy it to any degree, you should watch the 1990. I will. Version. I have a look, Sarah. I have an incredibly low bar for what I enjoy. You know this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, this is a yeah. I just remembered podcast. you like minions. Yeah. And if you like minions, <laughs> I feel like you like cats. <laughs> remind you me like to show minions you minions the... and Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's my brand. Remind me to show you the minion ribbon I got at Magfest. It's oh my god, gr- it's grotesque. Um. So anyway, so uh, Dan, I don't know who your favorite cat from Cats is. I've never watched Cats. Uh, I don't know anything about cats. So the it's, only it's, one it's I know ballerina. is the only one I know is Rum Tug Tugger, who is oh. the horny one. I thought they're all the horny one. No, no, no Rum Tug Tugger is the horny one. Is an honest beast. Horny cat. Is that Jason Derulo? That is Jason Derulo, and let me tell you, he does Jason Derulo style ad libs through after he's introduced. Oh, oh my throughout god! The rest of the songs, he does Jason Derulo style ad libs in the songs. <laughs> Jason it Derulo, fucking rules. It derules. Uh, Kaiba uses enemy controller to 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 sacrifice yeah, Joey's monster one. and summon a blue eyes white dragon. Uh, scrub count. Kaiba says it's a waste to play this against a scrub. Ding. Scrap out four. Oh, also, the few, like, uh, five fucking turns later, he then says the words, I'll mow you down with strength. And I was like, Excuse me, Kaiba? What? <laughs> what? Kaiba, calm down, man. He says, I'll mow you down with strength. Kaiba. Um, it's Kaiba like- literally, ca- Kaiba, calm down is, like, the whole point of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, and then. But yeah, like later on, whenever Joey gets blue eyes, he says, "Blue eyes, I'd rather destroy you than let Janochi control you." Yeah, yeah, it's just like no one can have his toy but Kaiba. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think between between then and now, um, we cut back to uh, the best part of these episodes, yes. which was yes, the, the real the Malik. real duel, <laughs> the real out. duel. <laughs> like they're they're doing mind games with each other, basically. Um, and Malik's like, yeah, I'm willing to kill my body to stop you. And then Rad Malik's like, uh, Rashid will be sad. And Malik's like, oh god, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, Anzu is like holding the Millennium Rod out like a weapon. Not the knife end, but like the <laughs> eye end. Um, and like kind of pushing Rabid Malik towards the edge of the tower. Um, he does like a cool kind of cop style action movie gun trick and like the turntables and now like Rabbit Malik is like threatening to push Anzo off the top yeah. of Jewel Tower. Um But then But then but then, then she does a fucking gold medal gymnastics flip to parkour uh, her way out of being cornered by Merrick. I- a perfect ten. We, the Russian judge is impressed. Yes. We have to emphasize how she does the flip. 
she like she doesn't just like jump over him she like jumps onto the railing of the dual tower and then flips over that way oh no this is ninja shit yeah Yeah. it's like what the olympic gymnast where they have the two bars and then they like wee 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 around it (laughs) i don't know what that's called the wee 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 sport as far as i'm concerned But, like, she clearly does that in, like, gymnastics class because she's an incredibly flexible dancery person. And before she does that, there's, like, a little shot. Now, this is all in my kind of personal head, kind of, but there's, like, a little shot of, like, her body and then, like, ghost uh, normal Malik appears. And it kind of, it feels like to me that normal Malik is just like, oh, hey, Anzu's body, can you do a cool flip right now? And she's like, oh, hell yeah, wee! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do this. I do oh, this. Yeah. Um, Isis shows up to do like absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she literally, she literally should be here to like get in the way. It's like Marika boy to kill Anzu because like he corners her again. Whatever, she's like on the grind. I can't even fucking remember. Some shit happens. Yeah. but it's like oh, Malik's about to kill Anzu. Isis shows up, and then two minutes later, oh, Malik's about to kill Anzu. Sorry, Malik's about to kill Isis. Yami shows up. So what? But now, what? What's very important here is this. Really felt like a wrestling match. It's like yeah. Merrick is about yeah. to finish off Ishizu, and by God, that's Yami Yugi's music. He's running into the ring to help yeah. his friends, and they're about to fight. But then Merrick says, "You know what? We're gonna save this for pay per view." What? <laughs> He's like, "I'm not really feeling it right now." Yeah. He just walks away. Let's save this for like when people are watching. A really cool thing that happens though is like Yugi's like challenging Malik and like both their Millennium objects start glowing and like the sky is getting all dark and it's like, oh, yeah. oh what's going yeah. on? I was. Their, the their thing third is, eyes are glowing. Was that Dan? Their third eyes are glowing. Yes. 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 I really, I legitimately, like in my notes, I have like a sentence in all caps. It's just like, oh, worm, are they going to fight using the Millennium item lasers like that time when Pegasus and Bakura? <laughs> oh, God, and then like. Yes. And then Rabid Malik left, and I was so fucking disappointed. <laughs> like, you know I'm going to pay for that pay-per-view match later oh, yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, so we get, we cut to um, Joey getting owned. Uh, yeah. what's, the, what's the next scrub quote, Sarah? Uh, the next scrub quote, I don't think I wrote it down. I just wrote oh, okay. down scrub. Scrub count um, five. Scrub count five. Um... Yeah, like, you know, Joey does the thing where he uses enemy controller in order to get well, blue eyes you know, and stuff. You know how he got enemy controller, though, Sarah? Uh, Grave Robber? You know how he got no. Grave Robber, though, Sarah? I wasn't paying attention. I've just oh, got the word deal right now. a pot of greed, Sarah. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. I did not notice. Hello. Welcome to Shot of Greed, our segment <laughs> where we drink something. Uh, two of or us nothing. drink beer. Oh, shit, I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, you, it's 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 not always official. I I never actually drink during I'll, it. So. I'll take an extra swig of this fireball. I will mind is... doing a shot. Right. Okay. Mm. Or if you have like, <laughs> fuck, that would take way too much. Or if you have like a waste paper bin or like one of those cool basketball style <laughs> laundry hoops in the back of your door, you could just kind of shoot something towards that. Oh, and that counts as a shot of you green. Can, you can shoot a paper football. You can shoot a Nerf dart. Yeah, you could shoot a wrench. Um, it's odd having a segment on a show with an excuse to drink where maybe two out of five of us are going to actually drink. Okay. Well, that's because uh, we're masters of our brand. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw a penny into a bag. Yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Kobe. Woo! Made it. 
Hell yeah. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I'm drinking an I've energy nar- drink because I deserve it because it's really shitty and snowy out today. Aww. I've got a Narragansett lager. Mm. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I love that you have like bespoke discrete fireball specifically for this segment, Sarah. Literally, Ooh. like the only time I drank this fireball is during Pot of Greed. When nice. I finish it, I got some like nice uh, rose gin liqueur for Christmas, so I'll Ooh. open that afterwards and when I finish it. Fancy you know, I, I really regret not having that pachin when we were at NecoCon. Didn't That's okay. I mean I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I will have to it's uh, like Irish moonshine. Um mm. it's 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 it very it strong. Cat. There's a, yeah yeah Pusheen. <laughs> There's oh. always next time. Um, so yeah, what if they had Pusheen brand Pochin? Oh my I was god! Just saying there might be a branding opportunity there. <laughs> what if you got yeah. a cat drunk? Oh god! Don't, don't get do a that. cat no. drunk. No. Don't get a cat oh, drunk. that's don't gonna happen in GX. Don't you worry. What? Oh, no. I hate I hate this show. Oh. I hate this show so much. Uh, do you want me to tell you now, or do you want to wait no, for we'll, when it happens? We'll, we'll I totally to checked out for GX. I was like. What? Oh, I really want to know, but but we have to wait. We have to. Yeah, wait. tell me later. Um, so yeah, pot of greed happens. Here's something that got me very very interested. You press a button on the dual disc to flip cards. Over. I noticed that. Really? I was like, like whoa. Yeah. After he plays pot of greed, he plays grave robber. He presses the button and flips it over, and I'm like, they've been doing that the entire time. Hello. Yeah, and the. This is the first time it showed you up. Asshole. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I know they've never shown it until now, and I was like, this whole time, like it's not been voice commands or whatever. It's amazing. Yeah, I did I did actually notice these episodes that you know those little the hologram projectors that you supposedly like lay on the ground beside the right. duels to, to project the monsters? Like they actually showed those on the ground, like behind the duelists. It's weird. Every once in a while, they remember that these are all like brought to you by holograms and technology, and they're like, the oh, show, oh, we got to show that, don't we? Uh. The show yeah. really wants to pretend it isn't, but it also kind of has to acknowledge it because Kaiba's whole thing is that he makes them. Right. Yeah. But it's like. Except for, for the god cards. Yeah, but, like, I feel like the show really just wants you to think of them as, no, these are the monsters. Right, yeah, these are real, and you're friends, and you yeah. love them. Yeah, which they are. Even which if they are. Being holograms does not, like, exclude them from being real and my friends. Right. Well, what um, is real? Um, you know? What is real? Yeah. Nothing Anything is that real. I can befriend is real. Yami yes. Yugi is real. Confirmed. Uh, is there anything else that happens in these episode, this episode uh, that we haven't Joey talked about? Joey uses the... He's the controller. He kills blue eyes. Well, what he does? No, what he does is he takes out his copy of Tips and Tricks magazine, and he turns (laughs) into the Game Shark into the controller to to find. Well, he finds the monster destruction cheat code, which is like upright, left down B. Yeah, (laughs) kills like like the the controller thing plugs into blue eyes and just blows up. Yeah, as as you do. Um, he uses Monster Born. To revive blue eyes. He summons this thing called a Hayabusa Knight. That's just a bird man in armor. Yeah. I love to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it was yeah. a pretty cool bird man. Yeah. Kaiba gets very, very he mad. He says Kaiba the metal line so of, I'd rather let... angry. He, 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 he says the metal line of, I'd rather destroy you than let Joey control you. Uh, R.E. blue eyes. See, what, what mm-hmm. we get is he says, You what? Like the guy from Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds exactly like that. <laughs> you what? Oh, you what? <laughs> You what? <laughs> um, as he tells, he he makes blue eyes burst stream each other, and he says, "Die together." Damn, Kaiba, calm yeah. down. That's pretty fucking sick. Calm yeah. down. 
Um, and then he gets Monster Reborn, gets his blue eyes back, and that's the episode. But I also really like those moments in duels because, like, Kaiba didn't summon the blue eyes and do that thing just because it was a good strategy. He does it, did it because mm-hmm. he was angry. Right, yeah. yeah. Which I Kaiba's thought... Never do, Kaiba's never done anything to do a good strategy. He does it to look cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he thinks everything's for a good strategy. Right, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, episode next. 137 road to becoming a true duelist ah. battle for the bronze part three yeah, yeah. Uh, when uh, we opened the episode joey only has a hundred life points left yeah he got owned yeah so did kai did kaiba already co- summon kaizo seahorse i think kaizo seahorse yeah. has been around it like yeah I, th- I think he summoned that a couple turns ago when joey still had scapegoats up just like take it down I think right now it's Kaiser Seahorse and Blue Eyes. Yeah, he used Kaiser Seahorse as part of his strategy to summon the second Blue right, Eyes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Remember how that's like one of his main monsters, supposedly? What the Kaiser? Sure the Kaiser Seahorse. Who? Yeah, it's like I he thought... used it as he used it as his like deck master in the virtual world. But like, I huh. always forget that that's a thing. Because I always remember him as like Battle Ox and Blue Eyes, and that's I, it. I feel like and sometimes, sometimes the people who make Yu Gi Oh uh, really want to make a card happen. They really right. want uh, Kaiba's Kaiser Seahorse to happen, but it just isn't going to happen. Yeah, me, me, stop me, trying me, to make Kaiser Seahorse happen. That's yes. literally yeah, really. So I, I really, I do want to say I really like the Kaiba. Hmm? I, I like Kaiba, and I like the. I love Kaiba. I like the whole class struggle they got here between Joey and Kaiba. They really represent two two edges of the uh, the political social the... <laughs> uh, structure. Yeah, no, Ka- Kaiba is very much like it's old a- money billionaire, and yeah. Joey's very much like Ancom, I will cause problems on purpose. Yeah, Joey is a leftist hero. And right. it's um, it's so interesting, uh, because even when Joey uses those, uses blue eyes, it's like, oh, you got it dirty, almost. It's so... Yeah. It's mm. so weird. They, yeah. I feel like Kaiba hates Joey more than he is like a rival to Yugi because he doesn't oh, hate yeah. Yugi, but he hates Joey. Oh, he hates Joey. And I think part of it's classism. I really do. And he, well, yeah, he has this whole superiority complex of him thinking he's better than everyone else because he's the one who designed like, you know, like part of the game. And he's like the one who has like all the really rare cars is like, right. I don't know. I like that. It's like accelerating Kaiba getting like beat on the head with friendship, hopefully to the point where he actually will become friendships. But like, it's it's like I really appreciate watching it now through the lens of, you know, not being like a ten year old watching this show like yeah. on Sunday morning. It's really nice actually seeing the subtle growth happening that you definitely don't really catch if you're just a kid watching it. Casually. Oh, I absolutely didn't catch this. I mean, I the, mean, especially yeah. because Joey like, has grown so much. Yeah. Especially because, like, as a kid, you don't watch it linearly. You just watch it like whenever the fuck you can find it right. on TV. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what are they up to this time? Oh, they're on a tower. What are they up to next week? Oh, Yugi's in, like, a hell zone with a weird eyeball. Okay. The angle I'm noticing the most is that a whole, like, Kaiba believes he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. Yeah. Uh, And he hates Joey because Joey didn't. And he thinks anyone can, so clearly something's wrong with Joey. Well, more than that, he did that, and he's still fucking miserable. Mm. Because Kaiba Mm. is miserable. Yeah. I wonder he's not if a happy person. He's not, and they think, dig into it in this episode. You yeah. ever think about like, hey, what if 
because Kaiba and Joey both had really shitty dads. Like, you yeah. think, what if they like, what if they could like bond over that? Well, I actually kind of have this whole day. this whole theory about mm. how Joey and Kaiba relate together. <gasps> See, something I noticed. Um, oh man. Um, so you have all these characters with alter egos. You know, you right. got Yugi and Yami. You got. Well, you got, I guess, Merrick and Fer- Yami. Yeah. Yami, yeah. Yami. You get it. Um, Bakra and Yami but Bakra. Are you saying they have the same dad? <laughs> well, we never see dad. Joey's dad. You're my dad. Boogie, boogie, but boogie. You get, like, we get acknowledgement of his dad in season zero. It's definitely not Kaiba's dad, but, yeah. like. Um, no, but are but we also don't see Kaiba's could... biological dad. Mm. Mm. But what I'm saying is. That first uh, first season or zero season Joey, I guess before that even, uh, that could be seen as Joey's alter ego, and I feel like what doesn't get brought up a lot is the fact that Kaiba kind of had a Yami Kaiba in the first episode. He did. He did. And he got oh, it. Yeah. He and, got and it got forcibly killed. banished by Yugi, which hmm. I feel like a lot of Kaiba's character is him having to deal with suddenly like yugi forced him to completely change who he was mm-hmm. and he doesn't like that yeah oh my god i just i really love how you can you can get so much more out of this show than what is surface level oh yeah no i did think for a little bit that you were gonna go with the angle that like the Kaiba and joey are like the yummy versions of each other which hmm. doesn't really make sense. They're too happy. <laughs> Not that I think idiot. about it for one second. <laughs> no. But it's also, I feel like this whole series is like Yugi just kind of making people better by being really sweet. Yeah. Like, power of friendship. Like, Yami was kind of an amoral creature until Yugi mm-hmm. was very sweet and made him a nice guy. I love to think about it. It's really I love nice. To think about it's it. Really good. Um, so we are. Hey, we haven't talked about the third episode. Like, yeah, we're all. we're an hour yeah. in, and we're only on the third episode. Let us burn through this thing. Okay. Um, uh, Anzu wakes up at the top of the tower. She's like, "Why did I get here? Well, this is not my beautiful tower." Um, <laughs> like, I sleep yeah, Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, like Yami helps her up and some stuff. Like during the rest of the episode, they talk whatever. Yeah. Um, well, well, she okay. She does say something that broke my heart because she tells Yami to save Malik. She says that Malik is her only brother. What about Rashid? They're like so. Um, I not thought related? he was like the. I thought he was like the adoptive brother, though. He's so, basically yeah. their brother. Yeah. So uh, that is true, but I feel like he only had a special connection with Malik. Mm. Mm. Okay. So Taya thinks like, I she think he was kind of sleepwalked for over a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taya just thinks she sleepwalked for over a mile and has no clue where she is, and just assumes, Wait. oh, you know, I just kind of woke up Wait. over here. All right. Wait, that legit happens in the top? <laughs> she legit says, "Oh my god, man, I I don't remember ever sleepwalking during the day and for over a mile." Oh what? my god! <laughs> it's really good. It literally happens. Dub said Himbo Anzu writes, I guess. There's a part, there's a part where Yami or like Yugi is thinking to himself and he's like, hmm, maybe we should tell uh, Taya that her body got taken over by Merrick and walked over, over a mile to fight Merrick's evil half. You know what? Let's not do that, actually. 
<laughs> I don't think I <laughs> can't even remember them even like mentioning it. I think like yeah, I she think just wakes up. They just assume that Anzu's smart enough to realize that she was norted, honestly. Right. Um <laughs> Damn. Damn for it's kids. Yeah. So it's so Do her dirty weird. like that. Um, back, oh, back in the duel, they do deal, deal, deal. Uh, Kaiba does say, destroy the scrub, blue eyes, yep. <laughs> which is, I think, five? That's six. Well, technically seven with the episode title, but that's the final scrub count. Destroy okay. the scrub, blue eyes is my new post-rock album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey um, does the whole thing with uh, Baby Dragon and Thousand Dragon. Time magic, uh, time magic. Uh... Blue Eyes manages to survive thanks to the interdimensional matter transporter that. Yeah, everybody Kaiba didn't notice had. that Kaiba fucking <laughs> he had like a big machine on his tractor field beam. the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I had this now. Yeah, he, he plays he plays the Magic of the Gathering card known as Teferi's Time Twist. Um, Joey says the line, "Why would you duel if they're you're not having fun?" Oh, is it, this is um, when they're like oh, facing yeah. down each other, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To which Kaiba says, "A scrub like you would never understand," which is the final scrub coin. Okay. Okay. Oh, so so here's what we, he says in the dub. The dub kicks ass with this, though. Yeah. <laughs> Worm. Yeah, he's like, "Lighten, lighten up, Kaiba. We're having, a, we're having a fun duel just for fun. But just have some fun, you know." And Kaiba says, "I don't have fun." <laughs> I will. I will acquiesce in this one. This is one scenario where the dub wins. Yeah, it was you a get, great line. You get I this don't one. have fun. That's Kaiba in a nutshell. I don't Kaiba have plays, fun. He goes on about how he plays to win, and that's yeah. all that matters. It's oh god, yeah. So Joey loses. Kaiba wins. Like who? Who thought anything else would happen? But yeah, but he the thing wins is. Just, the most undramatic way possible like but, yeah blue eyes takes him out whatever but yeah. the he thing loses. is i really like that because the whole point yeah is that the winning doesn't fucking matter kaiba like joey just takes yeah. the whole thing like ah you beat me oh hey you know what though next time maybe not next time but the time after that i'll beat you one day and he's hey, just you want to like, hear what that line was in the in the sub yeah <laughs> every time i lose i'll crawl back upward and challenge you again yeah that's a good line that's a good line it's just Joey and everyone else like cons- constantly beating Kaiba down to the point where he acknowledges like damn friendship huh yeah basically he forgot that a game is a thing you do to have fun oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, so yeah Joey Joey loses he does that bit uh, Kaiba is mad that he lost duelist bas- he lost Battle City and he's taking his toys and going home yeah. Uh He's spe- he's like confronted by Ishizu and Mokuba. Dem- he wants to demolish the fucking tower. He, yeah, he seriously is taking he his bombs going Mokuba home. He tells Mokuba to detonate because apparently they just put bombs in the tower. It's normal. <laughs> you yep. can just do he, that. Yep. Why would you do that? He says that the that the tower is a monument to his hatred of his father. Yeah, he does. It's oh god. Um, so. Uh, I was just going to mention the stuff with Isis, which I'm like, do you get this in the dub where she's like, hey, uh, you you know that cool tablet of where there's a picture of quote unquote you and and Yugi? Oh, we do. Yeah. Um, Okay, good. Thank God. Yeah. Good, good, good shit. Um, It broke my, well, not broke my heart, but it healed my heart. My favorite line in this segment is Ishizu going, 
don't you understand that this is about more than you and your family, Kaiba? And Kaiba says, no! <laughs> <laughs> My, like, this part got me so good because Isis says, she says something in Egyptian or whatever language it's supposed to be. Yeah. She says, says, Parato Kelto, because I was very confused for a minute and thought that I was like, like, thought my brain was going wild, um, that I should know what that meant. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that, and like, she starts saying, that's the prayer to the dead that the priest dedicated to the pharaoh. I'm like, real shit? Whoa. Hey, do you want to hear the prayer? Because I wrote it down. I would oh, love to hear the prayer. It's so good. Um, she's like, oh, you know, the, the priest and the pharaoh were friends, and the priest wrote this uh, poem to him, which says, Corpses rest, vessels become sand and dust, even gold and swords are sheathed in time. The corpse lacked the pharaoh's name. Time is the soul's battlefield. I shout the song of battle, the song of a friend. Lead me to the distant location where two souls meet. Oh I wish God. we got that in the dub. We don't. It's, we do. Kaiba gets so fucking mad. That he would explain like his reaction more. There's one more thing we've got to note about this whole bit. Mm-hmm. It, like, when, like, Kaiba tells Mokuba to blow up the tower, Mokuba tells him he's sick of this. I he's sick this. of how yeah. Kaiba is. Yes. Like, That's we like- weren't. We, we didn't have the happiest life, but at least we had some fun moments. You used You're to smile. always miss. There's like there's tears in his eyes when he's saying this. He's like, "Brother, we don't need to drag Yugi and his friends into our anger and hatred." Mm-hmm. I, my favorite line is when he says, "I will only." He says, "He like he doesn't say he won't blow up the tower. He says, I'll only destroy the tower if you can promise me that that'll like end your anger against your dad." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, please he's like, tell I'll, me he's like, the sinking dual tower will erase your hit." <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> If God, if only Elliot were here right now, he would be going ballistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah. Um, um, Isis, Isis, like points out. Um, she's like, "Hey, you, that, that fucking deal that you and uh, Yami just did, uh, d- the deal tower that you built, that's the place where you tur- your two souls met. Like, yes, your <laughs> friends, and he needs your help to in order to beat um, uh, Rabid Malik." Yes. Um, now you keep saying Rabid Malik. Do they call him Rabid Malik in the oh, sub? No, no we a, call him that's Rabid a pot Malik. of greed special. It's, uh, it's Yugi and Yami Yugi, Malik no. and Rabid Malik, and Bakura and Feral Bakura. Yeah, that that's yeah. our pot of greed official canonical translation. I like yeah. that. TM, I, I TM, thought TM. I thought that was some weird like um some some deep lore. No, well, I, like I mean it. It's part it's of lore deep because lore. yeah, it's lore because we decided it's lore. <laughs> yeah, that's how lore is made. That's how lore. Yeah. Um. So we get some. As it turns out, you know, one turn kill all that. Yugi has a three percent chance by Kaiba's calculation to survive Ra's attack, and Kaiba's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I have a card that can bump that up to twenty percent. No big deal." That is not a weird way says. of phrasing it. Oh, what? Yeah. Does it make a little bit more sense in Four Kids, please? So, the way they say it is like, like, Kaiba knows the exact counter-strategy to Merrick's strategy, mm-hmm. but the only way he could do it was with a certain card that only Kaiba possesses, and he realizes he has to give Yami that card. So he, like, goes up to Dual Tower and gives Yami the mystery card. Oh my god, it's so good. It's just... What I really, <laughs> what I really like about this scene, 
is how um, Kaiba justifies it to himself. Like, he's like, I guess I yeah. should see how this is going to turn out. I suppose it would be interesting to see Yugi win the card game. It's not like I like him or anything. Yeah, because I think and before like Kaiba was leaving, like I'm no longer in this tournament. Like this has nothing to do with me. I'm leaving. And Mukaba's like, hey, but don't you want to like at least watch um, <laughs> Yugi? Hey, I want to. Can we just watch Yugi? And he's like, no. But like, no. He's like, hmm, fine, fine. Yeah, it's really, it's really funny the way like the way they frame it in the sub is different. Where he's like, oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna make this interesting. Your twenty percent chance to win now. But he's like saying like. You said your friend bring you victory, but you're still going to lose even though I'm going to give you this card. So it's like Kaiba's telling himself that, like, by giving you this card, I'm going to prove that friendship doesn't bring victory. But yeah. I feel like deep down he knows, <laughs> damn, friendship. <laughs> Oops. Uh-oh. I did one. Ooh, I, yeah. I, I did a friendship. Uh-oh. He Obvious. hates it. He hates it. It's like, oh, yes, I'll be your uh, friend. Be coaxed into doing a friendship. <sighs> Kaiba is experiencing botherations right now. Yeah. Experiencing friendship right now. Um, um, but it's just very good how he like very dramatically goes to the top of the duel tower, walks into the arena, yeets the card at Yami, who just catches it. And honestly, Yami just looks really confused that Kaiba's just yeah, the like, card. I, I'm so... Don't tell me what the card is, but I'm like, what is I the card? I can't remember what the card I want, is. I really hope it's just like a blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's crush card? What if it's red eyes? That would suck. What if it's... <laughs> oh, right, Kaiba like... gives it to him. Oh, shit, you're right. If it's like Battle Ox or something. <laughs> it would be... It's enemy controller. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you didn't see what the other cheat codes did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a cheat code that makes rock go away. Yeah. I, I, saw it, I saw it in GameGenie.com. <laughs> Oh, the man. game genie is legend, mystical genie of the West. Of <laughs> the course. Game legend. Okay. Um, Dan, because that, that's the kind of end of anything. Do you have a post-episode segment? Yes. Hmm. This week, I'm doing a, an episode of The Book of Secret Arts. It's <laughs> the book now, of secret arts. We've we've discussed Kaiba. Oh yes, sure uh, let, have, Dirk, let me introduce you to this segment. The book of secret arts is a segment where I read from the Yu-Gi-Oh Dueling Legends official handbook, which I found at a thrift store one time and picked up. Uh, it's got lore on all the characters and their most iconic monsters from seasons one through four. Uh. We've already gone over Kaiba and Mokuba's main entry, but now about Kaiba's monsters. Mm. All three of them. (laughs) Kaiba's monsters. Kaiba prides himself on collecting the most powerful monsters in the world so that he can accomplish the goal of defeating Yuki and regaining his title as a champion duelist. He's just as ruthless a duelist as he is in the brutal in the business world, so he usually gets what he wants. <laughs> Blue Eyes, White Dragon. If one monster represents Kaiba, it's Blue Eyes, White Dragon. One of the most powerful dragons in all of Duel Monsters. 
only three blue eyes exist in the world, and Kaiba owns all three. I love the forced scarcity in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's, it's an like, art- it's an artificial market. They can't just make new cards. What? Kaiba refuses to make new cards. That's true. He probably lobbies like industrial illusions to keep them from making new blue eyes. Blue eyes, ultimate dragon. If you sought one blue eyes dragon was scary, then your fright is tripled when three blue eyes white dragons fuse together the form blue eyes, ultimate dragon. This proves three heads are better than one. (laughs) Blue eyes white dragon, and then three of them. (laughs) You get three. Oh my god. La Jin, the mystical genie of the lamp. Okay, there are more. This genie doesn't grant wishes, unless your wish is to be beaten on the dueling field. Ooh. Legend has never done anything except light Joey on fire. There's such a huge drop-off between Blue Eyes and Legend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Here's a green genie next. To me, Legend is a nasty clown. To me, Legend is just Will Smith. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Used to be Robin <laughs> Williams. Right. Itotsu, me giant. Oh, the mini, the him mini that I giant. <laughs> him very strong. Him smash <laughs> other monsters to bits. Kaiba has not used. Kaiba used Hitotsu me giant in the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh and never again. You oh really mean God. to tell me, Book of Secret Arts, that you're going to include this as one of his monsters? Look, you it's really? one of the first really? cards he used. I guess it's just a naked blue man with one eye. <laughs> it's not even cool looking. I drew it as a minion and made it better. <laughs> You know what? I can't dispute that. And it's, it is just a blue minion guy. What if you made yeah. him yellow? I did make him yellow. I'll post the image. I'll, I'll post my drawing of it. After oh, the hey, very good. what if uh, what if blue eyes was yellow? Yellow eyes? No, it would no be blue eyes, eyes yellow blue. dragon. Blue eyes yellow dragon. Yeah, <laughs> that's raw. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. No, Ra has. Uh, does Ra have blue eyes? Ra is giant ultra chicken. Does Ra have eyes? No, Ra has red eyes. Hmm. I'm looking, so, at my Yu-Gi- I'm looking at my Yu-Gi-Oh printer. I has red eyes. I want to hear what Soggy. Shut up, y'all. <laughs> Soggy, the dark clown. <laughs> when it's time to send in this clown, the only show to see of, is one of might, magic, and dark illusions. These are Kyber's all just cards that all. came with the okay. Kaiba starter deck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's used it, all of them, yeah. but like, they're not. They don't stand out much. Yo. You know some bullshit? The Kaiba starter deck only has one blue eyes. Ugh. I mean, that I guess... is complete bullshit. I know. That defeats the entire point of why someone would buy a Kaiba starter deck. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. It just means that you have to buy three. Yeah, which I did. That's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got any more of them monsters, Dan? Battle Ox. Ah, this, repre- this relentless combatant wields a mighty battle axe to slash and chop his way to victory. Battle Ox wields a battle axe. Slash oh. and chop his way to victory is just like Rude Pride I- in Metal Gear Revengeance. Rude ah, Kaiser. Sorry? Rude Kaiser. They don't call him rude for nothing. What he does to other monsters is far from polite. That's the weird, like, alligator-looking thing, right? Wait, what? (laughs) What does he do? He beats them? He just attacks. He just attacks, like... Like, at this point, the author is, like, really trying hard to write something unique about each of these lame monsters. 
Judge Man. When he swims <laughs> to Spike's one races, of Kaiba's monsters? This judge finds everyone Again, he guilty. uses him in the first episode. I, 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 is Judge Man even one of Kaiba's monsters at this point? It was one of the big fives in oh the virtual God. world. <laughs> uh, this just shows that Kaiba has to have, like, a better strategy. Yeah. <laughs> judge Rabbit Dread. Rabbit Horseman. As a fusion of battle ox and mystic horseman, Rabbit Ooh. Horseman wields a mighty battle axe and gallops onto the field with ruthless determination. Okay, I swear this book is just making them up now. Oh, yeah, 100% I, like, they're making them I up. I vaguely remember this one. I have no I have no memory of this place, Ian McKellen. This book doesn't even talk about crush card. The, I mean, it's just monster cards. Uh, yeah, but it's like... all monster cards. Uh, yeah, I so. yeah. Sword Stalker. Oh, Who, wicked oh grin. Yeah, that's like the Sword weird Todd McFarlane looking thing, right? Yes. Yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> a wicked grin stretches across this creature's face as he steps onto the field with his razor sharp blade. And he says, Hey, uh, you want to know how I got these scars? Fucking. <laughs> 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 kind of twisted. Hey, you know, we live in, we live in a society. <laughs> Vorce Raider. More like this warrior is feared for his relentless fighting style and double-bladed staff. <sighs> okay, how's many more done? Because I'm I'm getting <laughs> is, I'm getting tired of these boys. Kind of. You're hurting There's us. There's a few more. Blade <laughs> just, just, just tell us what they <laughs> are. One more. Please. Bl- Blade with his shield and long sword in hand, this knight crusades into battle and shows no mercy. I genuinely don't know who that is. Blade I don't knight believe it's real. He used it in this episode. Yeah, he was just this generic knight. That's all he it is. Sh- it shows I how memorable he this was. Monster yeah. for the first time during the Battle City Tournament four-way battle royale at the Dual Tower was stunning results. <laughs> why, did stunning this results. Most, why did this have the most written about it? X Y Z Dragon Cannon. When X had cannon, Y dragon head, and Z metal tank combined, definitely had they formed the yeah. metallic menace X Y Z dragon cannon. These last three letters of the alphabet signifies that when you face this beast, <laughs> it's also your end. Oh, shut up! Shut up! Big, shut big the fan hell of up. the uh, the Julius, the book of secret arts, like teaching us the alphabet. Yeah, thank well. you. <laughs> now you know oh, those are the last uh, f- three. Those are the last three letters. Thank you. Thank you. I did. I, I'm 26. I did not know that until now. <laughs> um, Unless someone told you. Yeah. Right. T- did we t- get yeah. any questions? Nope. Nope. We have no Tumblr questions, which is why I let you go on for so long. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um. All right. Well, that's about it for Pod of Greed. Dirk, yeah. you got any plugs that you want to tell us about? Yeah. Recorded any podcasts lately? Ooh, <laughs> so I just recorded episode three of my new podcast called Mission Ignition. It is a podcast about this TV show from the 90s called Vampires. That's V-A-N-P-I-R-E-S. It is an incomprehensible show that I think I think I'm the only person who saw it when it was on. And the the whole thing's on YouTube. It's fucking weird. I can't even fucking describe it. Um, It's just super low. Gary Newman. No, Gary Oldman's there. Gary Oldman (laughs) might. There's a Gary. We. So there's a guy in the show named Van Heelsing. That's H E apostrophe L L. And 
it, the show credits him as Van Helsing as himself. And there's like a theory that it's an uncredited Gary Oldman role, but <laughs> nobody knows. So, yeah, check out, go listen to my podcast. It's called Mission Yeah, and you may, be, you may be saying, oh, can't you just like watch the show and see if it's Gary Oldman? You no. can watch the show. You cannot see if it's Gary Oldman. No, he's got like glasses and possibly a fake beard and mustache and like, a, yeah. it's I like... It's like the classic disguise, basically. Yeah. I say this as someone who watched two minutes of this show on YouTube before we started recording, because yeah. of pre-show chat. Yeah. So I'm an expert. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you're one of the... You know more about <laughs> vampires than, like, 99.99% of the population already. So, you know. Uh, also, you can find my art on Instagram at Jordan Forbes Art. J-O-R-D-A-N-F-O-R-B-E-S-A-R-T, because I guess I like to dox myself. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter and everywhere else at MaxiBajillion. Where else? I'm Sarah. You can find me everywhere at Sarah Mick Costumes, and you can go to my dice shop, which is Really Big Dice on Etsy, and you can use the discount code KYBACORP in all caps for 21% off, um, which Argyll did the other day, and I'm going to send him uh, seven beautiful dice. Mm. Um, mm. Buy my dice so that I can afford to make a really fancy Bruno Bucciolati cosplay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Mr. Bucciolati! <laughs> you have to roll the dice! <laughs> I'm Dan Silva. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on, uh, you can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday. You can find my art blog at art Dawson. That's art D A D W S zero N dot Tumblr dot com. Uh, and I've set up a coffee so you can buy coffee sketches from me. Uh, at uh, co-fee.com slash Mike Dawson was a zero. Ooh. Oh, I want, by the way, guys, I wanted to thank you so much for sending me those cards. Yeah, Should I'm we? glad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were one of the ones. I made the fan fiction. Good card. Yes. <laughs> I next forgot time- we did that. Yeah. We need to make it that a tradition. Next time all the pot agreed hosts are together, we'll like doodle on more cards and send them out to Yeah, we'll do the because... Kyber starter deck. Um except oh, we'll have to buy yeah. three in order to get three. Yeah, you get three blue eyes. Yeah. Um, um uh, post podcasts. Speaking of yeah. podcasts, uh you yeah. can find us at Pot of Greedcast on Twitter, uh podofgreed.tumblr.com, where you can send us questions and shit. Or you can visit kyber.online. Uh and whatever you find there will be a good time, I can guarantee it. <laughs> Either Discord or website. Not even we know. Oh, that's yeah, cool. not even we know. Um, know thank you, you very much idea. for tuning in to this uh, in-depth discussion of the uh, Kaiba brothers. Uh, goodbye, Norman Reedus, booty ass. Yeah, I set myself face down and backflip off of the Duelist Tower. <laughs> I s- I set myself face down and blow up a monument to my hatred of my father. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, F. No, F- I was pressing S. 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 S.